All right, all right, all right, guys. Hello. Welcome back to Mail It In Friday. This is episode eight of the Mail It In Friday podcast. A long hiatus. Uh, I got my words jumbled up there. A long hiatus, I know. Um, I was in Whistler the week after we recorded that great episode where I had Cole and Sheep on. Fantastic time. And then gearing up for a great episode eight. And yeah, got super shit face on the Thursday night. Friday morning, we were aiming to come back for Friday night. So I was planning to record the Friday night. And so Friday, there was a huge dump of fresh snow. And I'm like, fuck, I need to get out of the mountain. I'll do a couple runs, come back inside, get packed up and head out. Fucking first run. Bang. Yeah, it happens. So, yeah, that was like second week of fucking February. And it's all the way in April now. So what excuse have you got, Chris? Well, I've just been a little bit mad, angry, and upset to record a podcast. Sort of trying to find motivation, I guess, as well. Like seeing it more of as a chore is something I'd want to do. But I've been able to compose my thoughts over the last couple of days because I, I really wanted to get something out. And the whole reason I – well, not the whole reason, but – Part of the reason I made this podcast was really to vent. And here we are venting. Um, we're going to get straight into COVID-19 vaccinations, Bonnie Henry, all things to do with COVID right off the bat, guys. I just have to. It's just I just can't let it go anymore. Uh, I want to get into some sports later on with the Canucks. I got a nice segue coming in there with their whole COVID situation. You know, it's going to lead right in. Um, just spoiler alert. But then, you know, talk a bit of entertainment, you know, finish this off nicely. Uh, I don't have news of the week for you today, guys, because I think I'm just going to do this deep dive into uh, COVID and whatnot. And that's going to be burnout for me personally. I'll bring it back next week with some fresh articles from Diane Francis. I haven't been keeping tabs. I've been seeing some little headlines pop up every now and then. Not paying too much attention, but I'm really going to find some juicy stuff for you guys uh, next week. So anyways, the big news came out last Monday, I think the 29th or whatever it was, so about two weeks ago almost, where BC was closing all indoor dining for restaurants, you know, one-on-one personal training at gyms were closing, Uh, well, not one-on-one personal training, but group fitness activities, I don't fucking know, Um, were closing. And I think one of my local gyms actually had an outbreak and they're fully closed. But I think I need to finally clear the air on my stance on COVID-19. You know, without these outside pressures canceling or invalidating my opinion or me wanting to try and please somebody else or have people think I'm a coward or sellout. I don't know. Either way, you know I'm going to keep it real with you. We're just going to let it fucking rip. Okay, so... Right off the bat, should we be taking COVID-19 seriously or as seriously as we currently are a year on from the pandemic starting? Also, guys, if you don't want to hear me ramble about COVID, just turn it off right now. But I don't give a shit what you think I'm going to go on because I need this for myself. And I'm sure a lot of you are going to have the same opinion that I do, or at least I'd love for you to challenge me on my opinion. I'd love to have a conversation about it uh, because I personally am just following logic and personal beliefs. But anyway, 
Should COVID-19 be taken seriously? Yes, I believe so. But what does taking it seriously mean? I think it means mitigating risk. Now those risks include vulnerable people catching the virus and then dying when it could have been easily preventable. There's the common argument overwhelming hospitals and healthcare systems, but we've reached the point where I no longer give a fuck. Like, the risk mitigation now needs to be in the hands, I guess. I don't want to go for the survival of the fittest approach because I don't believe in survival of the fittest. Like, that's just because you have, like, more money than somebody else, it means that you should be better off. Just because you were born healthier than somebody else means that you have more rights than somebody else. Like, I don't I don't agree with that at all. That's just stupid in my opinion. You have the right to healthy living no matter your circumstances. With that being said, I think in our province we're sitting at just uh, 1,400 deaths. Super low number. Um, now, would this number be higher if we didn't have the current restrictions in place or if we just let the virus free roam for a year did nothing about it then that number is probably going to be much higher so have we saved lives yes we have saved preventable lives but at what cost like crippling the economy well, i mean fuck the economy you can't put a price on life but just in terms of like overdoses suicides just the amount of people and and toll on people's mental health well i guess the, the crushing economy is causing you know poverty and that's then causing suicide so i mean it's just compounding um like i, I thought i could keep myself composed but i'm losing my train of thought all over the place here guys we're about six minutes in and fuck i'm rusty on the podcasting rusty i'm totally losing the plot well not the plot but my thoughts like yes we should be taking this pandemic seriously but at the same time we should not be the position that we're in right now where you know cases are like fucking astronomical and who fucking cares about the number of cases like i think we had two people die and there was like 1200 cases okay like it's a flu that people are getting it's like we're counting flu cases and don't start this argument about me like, oh, it's more than just a flu. No, the COVID-19 is an influenza virus. So influenza, flu. You're counting cases of the flu and keeping tracks of deaths. And also the fucking variants. Like, oh, we're going to treat all variant cases like the same. Or all people who have COVID, we're going to treat them as a variant. Variant or no variant, it's still fucking COVID-19. Like, what do we... Like, Fuck. It's, it's all COVID. It's all fucking COVID. And like they're expressing all these concerns about how many young people are getting infected. Well, you've sort of left them out hanging to dry with vaccinating all the old people first. And then you're concerned with all the young people. Well, like, what do you fucking expect? What do you fucking expect? Like people are out there busting their ass to make a living in the middle of a pandemic and then you're going to go and fucking shut everything down because they're getting sick. They're getting a flu. They're sick from the flu. They're in bed. They're in bed sick. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Like, give me a fucking break. It is blatant fear-mongering what they're doing. Talking on the fucking television. 
every day, saying how young people need to be taking this seriously because it can affect them. Well, fuck, I've had the common flu, seasonal flu, you know, once or twice in my day, and it's fucking, yeah, it's knocked me out in bed for five days. Like, I felt like shit. But it did it fucking kill me. And I noticed every time they fucking talk, they're like, young people are at risk. And they just stop. Young people need to be taken seriously because they're at risk. At risk of fucking what? At risk of what? Dying? No. They're not at risk of dying. Okay. Maybe like 0.01% of people who have died who were in their teens. I think two, two, two teenagers in Canada total have died of COVID. Two. And I think there's one person in 2019 or one person in 2018 who died of the seasonal flu. Okay. So like, yeah, like fucking it's unfortunate, you know, like it's sad. It really is, but that's fucking life. You, you, it's just life. And like at risk, at risk of what? Like, I'm not going to die. Am I scared of COVID-19? No, I'm not fucking scared of COVID-19. Like, fucking inject that shit in my veins already i'd rather i'd rather be injected with covid than a fucking vaccine to get immune and all see like jesus christ trying to use the canucks as some sort of shield where i bet they were fucking partying at the public health office or wherever the fuck bonnie henry is like oh yes all these canucks are sick and they're in bed with the flu yes we can use it to install fear in more young people to take this virus seriously like, they were probably fucking celebrating. And then they're like, oh, look how it affected the Canucks. Look at it. Take this seriously. Look at them. They're in bed sick. Look at them. They're, they're sick. You need to be taking this seriously. Like, okay, why? Tell me why. Like, don't use them as some sort of shield to, like, install fear in us. Excuse me. I'm not as fucking dumb as I seem. Like, I'm smart enough to, like look at what I'm seeing and make an opinion and look at the fucking logic. I've been doing all I can to stop from killing grandma. Okay. Like I've done, I've obeyed the rules. I've been a good boy. I've worn my mask, but it's, it's the way we're going right now. It's, it's like, we're never going to get out of this. The, the way we're going, like you've, Bonnie Henry has made a four-month gap between getting the vaccine doses. So that's going to take even longer for everybody to get immune. And you're going to have people building partial immunity from this fucking four-month period. Like, you're just fucking extending the fucking shit. Like, fuck. I get so upset and angry, and I'm doing the absolute best I can. But you're not fucking giving me any help here, Bonnie. Or fucking Horgan. He's been in fucking hiding for two weeks since he said years 20 to 39 are blowing it for everybody. You can go fuck yourself, John Horgan. You ignorant fat fuck. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Who the fuck do you think you are blaming us when you're the fuck in charge? You're the fuckhead who fucking called an election six months ago to fucking gain more power. And now you are fucking blaming us. You fucking done nothing for us. You gave us fucking $500 handout to shut us up. Like, 
God, you fucking irritate the fuck out of me. And you really struck a nerve. And I'm doing the best I can to sort of control my anger now. Because I really, you saw that fucking rage come out. And, oh boy. And it doesn't matter. I don't care who the fuck's in charge. Because nobody has the fucking spine. Liberal Party of BC, Green Party of BC. They're all the fucking same. Spineless, fucking useless twats. The lot of them. Get rid of all of them. Fuck off. Anyways, back to what we were saying. What were we saying? I completely forgot. But I did want to talk about vaccines. If I had a huge train of thought and I suddenly lost it, I apologize. I don't give a fuck. But we're talking about vaccines. And the only vaccine that I'm going to get is, I think I've said it on file, is the Sputnik V. I don't know if it's Sputnik V, Sputnik V, Roman numerals. I don't know. But the Russian-made Gamaleya Institute vaccine. It's completely different to any other vaccine. I've done quite a bit of research. I've done my own research, and I'm going to link two articles down below in this description that I encourage everyone to read. It'll take about five minutes of your time to read what this vaccine is made of and why it's different than all the other vaccines, and this is why I want it. It's my choice. That's the only one I'm going to take. So... They're talking about vaccine passports and you need a fucking vaccine to travel outside of Canada or you need to travel, you need a vaccine to be able to enter Canada or fucking even go to the supermarket. You have to show your fucking vaccine card. They better get on uh, approving this Sputnik in Canada pretty darn fucking soon because, I mean, I'm a patient guy. I'll wait. I'm not going to be like you know, fucking protesting outside the art gallery and, you know, anti-mask fucking protests. I'll wait till it's approved. But if it's some sort of fucking political game that Justin Trudeau is playing where he doesn't want to get on the phone with Vladimir Putin said like, hey, you know, we've done a shitty ass fucking job handling our vaccine situation. You know, we're dead last in Western civilization in terms of fucking vaccination rates. Maybe you could help us out and give us some of that Sputnik. Like, he could be on his fucking hands and knees sucking his cock for this Sputnik vaccine pretty darn soon. Like, God. Get this vaccine in Canada ASAP. Or at least fucking start trying. I haven't heard anything. I've been searching every day to see, okay, are we at least doing some trials, you know, to get this shit approved in Canada? Because all I'm hearing on the news is all vaccines are safe. And all vaccines are effective against COVID-19. Well, if they're all fucking safe and effective, get the one that I want approved now. And to follow along with this, I saw a thing today about the CDC has said the Pfizer and Moderna shot is good for at least six months. At least six months this shot is good for before you need a booster or who the fuck knows what. It's at least six months. So, I mean, okay, sure that they say we'll wait for more news to come out. It could be, okay, more than six months, like years. We don't fucking know at all. But, like, say this shit expires after six months. What does that mean for these fucking vaccine passports that they're trying to introduce? Like, you're saying every six months I'm going to have to get an updated shot on my vaccine card to be able to fly travel and go into stores because if that's the case like every six months i gotta 
get a stamp on my card to booster shot COVID-19, then that's not very free to me. Like, are we going to change our national anthem from True North Strong and Free to True North Strong and the vaccinated? Because you're not free unless you're vaccinated. That's what they're saying. Or at least every six months, you got to have this vaccine. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I want my vaccine, but I want my Sputnik because that's the one I've done my research on. I've done, I guess, a little bit of research in the other ones, but like there's like side effects and like, yeah, this Russian one, it doesn't even seem like you're going to need booster shots from Sputnik because they're injecting direct two, two different strands of adenovirus. You can, it's all from this article. I'm not an expert, but they're injecting these two different strains of adenovirus into you, which is different than like the RNA or something that Pfizer and shit injects into you. So it's much sturdier and it's much more effective at battling the influenza virus. But don't suddenly tell me like push vaccines on me and tell me that all vaccines are safe. Don't be scared when you're playing some political party game because you don't want to go to Russia and beg for the vaccine because you know, Justin Trudeau, you know that you fucked up big time. This vaccine rollout has been dog shit. And the reason that we're in the position that we're in, absolute dog shit. I think the USA, like one in four people are vaccinated now, I saw. Like, congrats to them. Like, Operation Warp Speed, Donald Trump, you gotta applaud him. Like, he fucking got that vaccine, pumped it out. Meanwhile, we're fucking last in line. Last in line dog shit from justin trudeau and it doesn't mean i'm harping on trudeau but like he's the fuckhead in charge it doesn't matter who is in charge like our we have no domestic production of vaccine so like whoever was in charge was going to be the fucking scapegoat regardless but it's not about what you did in the past or what's happened now it's what you can do to fucking get your ass in gear and get this situation fucking sorted out because like i'm i'm sick and fucking tired to be quite honest with you like really sick and tired like i had to create a whole fucking podcast event about this shit and i finally have like fucking flipped my fucking lid pop my fucking lid on this fucking podcast mail it in friday the where you get the real shit where you get the real fucking shit like god i mean even i've been harping about 18 minutes now on this fucking COVID 19 like you're getting the real juice and i i don't think i'm going to talk about it too much We'll fucking see. I don't want to make any promises because, like, next week we could be in, like, full lockdown. Like, stay at home. Like, military shoot on site order if you leave your fucking house. Like, holy fuck. That's what it could fucking get to. Like, that's what they do in North Korea. Montreal literally has an 8 p.m. curfew where you could be fined some obscene amount of dollars if you're outside your house past 8 p.m. I think, like, outside walking your dog to take a shit is, like, the only exception. Or, like one or two fucking things that's fucking like that's fucking mental guys just absolutely mental um so yeah give me my sputnik i'll be happy i'll i'll fucking inject that shit myself into my own arm but if we're getting to vaccine passport time and rights are starting to get taken away from people unless they have a vaccine and you better damn make sure that sputnik is ready to go into my arm. That's the last time I'm going to say Sputnik, by the way, guys. We're, we're going to move on. I think I said all I needed to be said. There's probably some shit that I left out that I had been thinking of, you know, while composing my thoughts, and it just went whoosh. And then, like, I'm sitting on the couch, like, half an hour from when the 
episodes upload like damn i meant to say this i'll probably not it not it down on my phone if i missed anything and i'll talk about it maybe next week maybe i'll i'll probably mention it like hey last week i was supposed to talk about this but we've moved on uh we're going to talk about the canucks now we're going to talk about jim benning how he still has a job and why it is just a sad time to be a fan right now um literally scratching my head as i say that but no so the big news was yesterday that he and uh, we signed tanner pearson to a three-year contract with a average of 3.25 mil overall it's not the shittiest contract in the world like you're getting a like 28 year old i think he is three years like not the worst cap hit not the best but it's just shit on even more shit because like we're going to be fielding practically the same roster next season plus uh port colson wherever he's going to be slotting into and we've seen from this season that this roster is pretty shit like we're not going to make the playoffs this year we're going to field the same team next year not make the playoffs and then 2022 you know i think that's or 2023 who knows we're probably going to be fighting you know for the last spot it's going to come down to like the last game of the season we only made the playoffs you know this past season because of points percentage you know we were on a fucking slump we weren't going to make the playoffs like count yourself fucking lucky he's talking in his press conference about like the bubble hockey they played and how well they played you fucking almost missed out on this fucking bubble hockey because like we damn sure we're on a slump and we're not going to fucking make the playoffs before COVID happened because I mean you can say oh no we would have pulled it together no I know that we've watched this team they were honest they were going to miss the playoffs a hundred percent like there's no fight in this fucking team like there's a little bit of pushback in the in the bubble, yeah. But like, fuck this team, man. Seattle's coming next season. Hopefully the border's open. I can go down and give them my money. You know, I like I'm a fan. I'm not jumping off the no bandwagon. Like they're talking like these past two weeks, like it was about more than hockey. It's like no, I fucking miss watching the games. Like, fucking get better already so I can watch you. Like, you're my entertainment. Even though, no matter how shit you are, I'm still going to watch your fucking games. I'm still going to fucking yell at the fucking TV. I'm still going to come on this podcast and yell how fucking shit you are. Like, that's just life as a fan of the Canucks, you know. 2015, 2016, 2017. What's the fucking difference between now? It's a bit more, you got a bit flash in the pan. Pedersen scores a nice goal and Miller's fucking dominating some guy like yeah it's all well and good but like we're not fucking win anything with like okay like maybe we pull something together you know once quinn hughes is like you know 26 Patterson's like 28 and they're just at their right at their prime you know that's where our window is like you know six years from now that's our window he's talking a window's two years from now no you got two years to let your shit contracts expire. You know, draft a couple of young guys. Keep the farm going, you know. Some of them not going to pan out. But you, meanwhile, you keep that core. 
Horvat's going to be, what, like 33, I think? Like, he'll be on his last legs. But that's when he's going to be, like, that playoff performer, third liner, you know, grinding it out, those tough minutes. You know, that's when we're going to be, our window is. Anyway, our window um, probably won't fucking win because, like, we're the fucking Canucks. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll make a final and lose in heartbreaking fashion. Like, <laughs> it's already, the writing's already on the wall. Um, for the Canucks, I don't even know. Like, who knows if we'll finish a season? Like, they're saying, yeah, we'll pick up where we left off, but then we'll put like a series against Calgary and Ottawa as the last games of the season if we're already eliminated on a points percentage basis or whatever. Or if we're already eliminated, just cancel the games and not bother playing them. Like, that's what they should do. They shouldn't even be bothered playing any more games. Like, I think we're. We haven't played a game in like two and a half weeks, and we've still played the same amount of games as Montreal has, who were like eight points above us in the standings or something, and they have the tiebreaker over us. I don't think we're catching them. Like Montreal is like a decent team. Like they could easily win like four in a row and just be fucking way ahead of us. Like in, we're going to be in their dust. That's all I'm going to be able to talk about the Canucks for now before my fucking depression sets in. Like, I'm going to fucking pack the tightest ball after this fucking podcast and just sit down and watch a movie. Like, oh, fuck. I cannot wait. Um, so before I let you guys go, though, I got a, I got a couple more things. But um, the NFL draft is in about a month's time, I think, is at the end of the month. Um, I'm not really a mock draft guy, but I just want to give you guys my mock draft. Well, I got the top 10 anyways. Top 11 because my team picks 11th, New York Giants. Let's go. Um, they pick 11th, so we'll go top 11. Again, I'm not a mock draft guy, but this is my top 10 mock draft for those who give a shit. NFL draft for those who, if I didn't already mention, yeah, whatever. Number one overall, uh, not difficult. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting quarterback Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. Number two, I have Zach Wilson. Again, well, not again, but I want to say this is what I predict is going to happen. These are my predictions, not what, you know, I think they should do or what, like, I don't know what fucking mock drafts people do, but this is my prediction, like what I predict would happen, irrelevant of what I think should happen. But number three, because I say this because my number three pick is Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I don't think we'll be in the league in three years' time from now. I think he's an absolute bust. He sucks. He's a bum, like absolute bum. I don't like him at all. Uh, it's not racist or anything because he's black or mixed. I don't know what he is. He looks like a T-Rex, to be honest with you, his facial structure. Um, yeah, I don't think he's in the league three years from now, but I think San Francisco takes him at three overall, the quarterback from Ohio State. Uh, number four, I think Atlanta stays in this spot and takes quarterback Mac Jones from Atlanta, uh, Alabama, sorry. Um, Matt Ryan is a little washed, you know, who knows. And I think if they don't trade out of this, they're, they're taking Mac Jones. They haven't traded out of, out of the spot as of yet. If they do, I'll put my hand up and say, you know, I was fucking wrong, and we'll pick again. Number five is Cincinnati Bengals. They're taking... Panay Sewell, I don't know the exact pronunciation of the name, but the tackle out of Oregon, he's going number five to Cincinnati. Number six, 
this is the pick from Philadelphia, the Dolphins that got it. I don't know. I don't fuck. I butchered that completely. But they're going to take Jamar Chase, the wide receiver, uh, out of LSU. Number seven, Detroit Lions are going to take Jalen Waddle, the wide receiver, out of Alabama. You know they they need they need somebody to throw the fucking ball to. Jared Goff, a quarterback now. So let's see. Number eight, Kyle Pitts to Carolina. They just traded for Sam Darnold, and they're going to give him a big weapon, best tight end in decades or whatever they were saying uh, about him. Number nine, we have Rashawn Slater, Slaughter, I don't know, the tackle out of Northwestern. He's going to go number nine to the Broncos. They need help on that O-line. I think they believe in Drew Locke. I, I like Drew Locke personally. Like, I think he's serviceable. I certainly don't think they should take, like, Trey Lance or someone, another fucking project. I think they can win now with Locke, see what they have for, like, two years with him, maybe three, probably two. And then draft an NFL-ready guy, a good guy that you know can fucking come in and play. That won't. We'll we'll see how the quarterback classes play out from now on. But anyway, they take Slater, Slaughter, Rashawn Slaughter. Number ten, the Cowboys. They're going to take Patrick Sertain, the second cornerback, Alabama. Uh, I just believe that defense sucks so bad that like they need any help they can get. Uh, and then number eleven for my Giants. Uh, I have them taking Mika Parsons, the linebacker. That would not only be what I think is going to happen. Well, actually, yeah, I think that could happen, but it's what I want to happen. That's like my ideal pick. I mean, aside from like the flashy receivers um, who might stick around, but we need a guy, you know, big thumper and on defense. I like Mika Parsons. That's my mock draft. Again, I'm not really a mock draft guy, but that was my mock draft. Um, I don't know if I got anything else for you guys. This is, I'm out of breath, to be honest. Like, this was, I'm decompressing right now. Like I said, I'm going to go smoke a fat bowl right now and watch a fucking movie. Let this one marinate with you guys. Again, if I, if I upset anybody or if anyone disagrees with me, let me know. Let me know. We can have a discussion. Like, I don't want to seem bigoted or like, I don't even know. Like, I I just want, if somebody disagrees with me, educate me. Like, I want to be educated. I want to learn. I want to put my hand up and say I was wrong. I apologize. Like, fucking, yeah. Reach out to me on email. I'm on Twitter. Whatever. I know you guys won't because you guys are pussies. But uh, I love you guys. Thank you all so much for listening and being patient with me uh, through my injuries and my you know, hiatus and, and whatnot, but we're back with a vengeance, guys. I think this episode was really fucking good. I really showed my true colors out, out of this tonight. Um, you guys deserved it. You've earned it. Um, the support is, is overwhelming, and I, I couldn't be more happier uh, with how my whole podcasting adventure has been going over, going about, or I don't even know. I butchered that completely again, but again, I don't care. Let's edit it out. Probably won't get it edited out. See, I got dry mouth now because I'm I'm rambling. Longest outro ever. Probably beats out like episode three, I think, was longest outro. I don't fucking know. But again, I love you guys. I will be seeing you next week. I might get a guest on, maybe two. Like I'll try and see who wants to play around again. There's restrictions, COVID-19. 
But no, we're getting fucking some guests on and whatever. This has been episode eight, Mail It In Friday, guys. Tell your friends, tell your families, tell anyone who you think would give a shit. Um, But that's it for me. I'll see you guys next week. Ciao. (laughs)